The Talking Point on SAFM. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Welcome to the second hour of uh, the Talking Point here on SFM 104 to 107 Nationwide. Join the conversation whenever you want to on our studio line 86 2032 That's 86 SMS also on the number 41391. That SMS will come to you at around 541391. We're also on the WhatsApp line 061-410-4107. Hair and pan-Africanism is what we're talking about now because this morning we're speaking about black women's hair. Our guest is highlighting how black and mixed-race women, traditional shampoos and conditioners, ultimately pose a huge risk to them. One of the things she says is that research has found that 78% of products on the black hair care market contain toxic ingredients that lead to a host of health issues for black and mixed-race women, cancers, hormonal disruption, developmental and reproductive disorders, allergies, and other health issues. To educate us more on this, we're joined in the studio by Ben Anna Padmore, Ben Anna Padmore is a holistic natural hair care specialist. You should see her hair. She's a holistic natural hair care specialist, and she specializes in alopecia. She's also a certified wellness and health care coach and product creator. Ben, hi. Hello. And How are you? I'm Your great. hair is gorgeous. Thank you so, so much. So whatever you're selling, I am buying. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, uh, you know, uh, the, the, I was I was referencing earlier that yes. there's so many struggles we go through yeah. as black women in the story and the journey of almost figuring out our hair. Yeah. In fact, it's not even uh, uh, it's decades. Most people go decades before they even discover, oh, this is the right product for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my hair likes a lot of moisture. Mm-hmm. Oh, my hair prefers oil mm-hmm. and it prefers this uh, specific type of, of, of oil. But I want to start by talking about what is the significance of hair when it comes to our appearance? How does it become an act of self-care? Okay. Um, Morning. Good morning. (laughs) With the gorgeous hair. (laughs) First of all, I would like to say that I'm so grateful and blessed to be here. Like uh, the I'm I'm from France and Switzerland. I would like to say I've been in South Africa. I've been here for the first time. I arrived uh, last week, uh, Tuesday, and like I said, I'm blessed to be here. Beautiful country, uh, One day hey. is beautiful country. One day after the 29th day of freedom to be able to talk about black hair. So I really wanted to say that. And I would say that, well, um, natural hair is, like you said earlier, you said, what are you doing? What do you put on your hair? Mm. I think that we focus too much, this is the problem, on, my mom is a florist and uh, a landscaper, so I always compared hair to plants, okay? Mm-hmm. So we compare too much, well, I say we focus too much on the, how we call it, the fertilizer, then the plant. That's the base of the problem. When mm. you say there's a long journey, mm-hmm. is that the, the first fertilizer thing, meaning the stuff we put we on put the hair. We put the products. Don't go too far from your microphone, by oh, the way. Oh, sorry, yes. sorry, sorry. <laughs> so it's, this, it's, it's everything we put on the hair. We have to know that hair growth mm-hmm. starts from within, Hmm. And this is what holistic hair care is all about, which means that the health of your hair starts 
inside your body, which mm -hmm. means that it comes from nurturing from within what you eat also. Mm -hmm. It also comes from the stress that you live, your hair, you know, growth is also, um, how can I say, influenced by the stress, the environment that you live in. Mm -hmm. So it's not just products. You have to learn the plant, mm -hmm. okay, in order to treat the plant. I want to talk okay? about that a bit. Yes. So when you say learn the plant yes. to, uh, to, to treat the plant, yes. it's a process of what? Of figuring out, because what you see because as you learn the plant yes. is your hair. Is right? your hair. Okay. You have to know what textured hair is. Mm -hmm. Textured hair is a hair that has a shape. We call it Afro hair. But for me, Afro is a style because mm. I'm a multicultural hairstylist, which means that I do all types of hair, European, Japanese, and this and that. Mm -hmm. So um, Afro is a style. I have European women that do have coily hair too, that mm. do have curly hair, you see, but mm -hmm. it's not an Afro. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, and why I say this, that the vocabulary is extremely important, the yes. way that you call things. Every profession has the vocabulary that they use. You took doctors, they have their own vocabulary. You 100%. see, their own So it is important for us to know how to put names, you know, on mm -hmm. things. So, and we're also talking earlier, you said you had beautiful hair as mine mm. and dreadlocks too mm. and you lost them because of the violence you mm. see of it so mm. there are a lot of things that we inflict on our hair mm -hmm. you know and especially the way that we talk about our hair also this is why i say vocabulary is extremely important mm. black people we have this harsh way of talking about hair and of treating our hair you see it's hard it's dry you know it's too tight you know it's and too kinky it's too kinky you see and the love you cannot you cannot make something grow that you don't love so what should we say should we say it's soft when it's not soft we should say it's dry okay you see that's where science comes in mm -hmm. you see it's, it's you have to know why this hair like we say is hard because mm. it's dehydrated mm. okay and i'm coming back to curly textured hair textured hair is different from straight hair why because it's meant to be short mm. biology is is fantastic we live in a hot climate and this hair grows this way you know like a cloud in order for air to pass through because we live in the heat okay so it is sufficient when it's short but because of, I would say, um, the Western code of beauty, we want this hair long. Okay, mm. so, and this is where you see complications start coming in because, mm -hmm. because of the structure of our hair, um, the length of it dries out. Okay, and that's why we have to put products on it. And mm. this is why I say science is extremely important because science is not, hair is not just art, it's also science. Mm. If we want to go out of the way that our natural hair works, we have to know what it's about. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, and I was saying also there are words. Our hair doesn't have to be long to be healthy. Mm-hmm. It can also be short and healthy. Absolutely. And this is where media also comes in because we show, especially on Instagram, on all these social medias, that healthy hair, black hair is thick and long. And, and no. Well, we're, vi we're victims in many Ex ways of beauty standards this, this, that are set elsewhere. Elsewhere. Uh, that we feel exactly. we have to sort of follow. Exactly. And that's when I said complications come in, you see. And there is a difference between... Um, how I say healthy hair and retention of length. 
hair retention, especially with curly hair, because you can have, like I repeat, healthy, short, textured, coily hair. Because and the narrative also yes. says your hair must be healthy if it's long, even if it's African hair. Yes. Because, uh, you know, we plait our hair, yes. we do all kinds of things yes. to it. Uh, when, let's say, you take it out in an afro, as you said, an afro is a hairstyle. Style. One of the things people will say is your hair is so long, it's so healthy. It's so healthy. Because they associate long, long That's length. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. Length with healthy. With health. With yeah. health. But not necessarily. Mm-hmm. You see, a health is not length, especially with textured hair. Because texture hair, I repeat, is made to be long. Scientifically, we secrete sebum. Sebum is this, uh, how you call it, this, this, this um, uh, syrupy, waxy thing that we have from our head. Mm-hmm. Okay? And this is what naturally hydrates our hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's straight. So our hair cur- naturally can hydrate itself. It hydrates its hair because, like I say, we secrete sebum. It, it, it coats the hair when it comes out of your scalp. But the problem is that it doesn't go down to the, to the, to the, the shaft of the hair because of the shape of the curl. So okay. it stagnates at the roots. Okay. That's why I say as long as the hair is short, it has the sebum that nourishes it and hydrates it naturally okay. at the root of the hair. But now we want it long. And this is why. You see, the question is, why, why do coily people wear products in the hair and not straight hair people. You see, you have to start asking your question that. Why do we put all these products on our hair? And why do white people don't put products? Because, like I said, because we want that length and this sebum cannot hydrate yeah. the hair. Perhaps I should mm. maybe also yeah. rephrase the yeah. question and say, how has um, the current discourse mm-hmm. surrounding beauty, mm-hmm. right, impacted how we view ourselves? Well, we're going back to also the norms and the codes of beauty, you see. I think that um, we have to decolonize our way of seeing our hair and accepting our hair and reconnecting with it. That's, that's, that's the biggest issue right now as black people with curly hair, is reconnecting with what grows out of our hair, which is very difficult because for so many years and centuries, we have burnt it, covered it, you know, manipulated it. And so now how do we accept this hair that grows naturally out of our hair, mm. you know? And as long as we can't answer these questions, we're always going to be looking for beauty codes elsewhere, mm. you see? And it comes with love, like I say, and we need kindness towards this hair also. So mm. in order to be able to accept it and make other people accept it and stop looking for beauty codes elsewhere, you know. But, it, but I yes. like the plant analogy, yes. right? Yes. And I have to go to break in two minutes, yes. but uh, not just yet. I like mm. the plant analogy mm-hmm. uh, because, uh, you know, a plant will sort of tell you what it likes. Exactly. And, and, and what it doesn't like. From, exactly. And, and you learn that from observation. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Uh, I will know it needs more sun, so I must move it to the corner. Or, it, you know, it needs more exactly. water. It dries up more quickly. Exactly. Uh, I can't just do the word so either way still even with the head uh, discussion it's about a process of getting to know yourself it's to getting to know your hair because, knowing mm, yourself and yes, knowing and your, your hair. hair but then when a child is a child their hair has to be taken care of and how then do you take care of the hair of a child while you're getting to know the child and the child is getting to know themselves well i think that it starts with ourselves you know, that's why I say because it's true the, the, that mine and your hair can also be a bit different, even though we're it's both completely black, different. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. completely different. Uh, textured hair is like a fingerprint. Yes. Each person. That's why I, I emphasize on knowing your hair and stop comparing with the next person's hair. Mm. It's on one 
head of textured hair, okay, you can have three, four, five different curls wow. in front, behind, and that's because of our genetic diversity as black people. Wow. Okay? So, uh, and my master classes that I give, okay, I'm going on a master class tour and workshop tour, it is to emphasize that um, we have to learn each step and each phases of our hair. Uh, like I was saying, we have different porosity, we have different density, we have different size of hair, we have different uh, secretion of sebum. All these, each, each person is different, okay? Mm. So um, how do we learn that is by, like you say, observation and also touching our hair. I've been a natural hairstylist for 33 years, okay? Mm -hmm. And the difference between black women, like I see, and white women when they come to a hairdressing salon is that black women come by necessity, okay? We come because we have to do our hair. Mm. As, as, as Caucasian women come because of pleasure, because, you know, a Pause time. that. Yes. I want to uh, continue that yes. when I come back from break. We're talking hair. Uh, we're talking hair and uh, the dynamics of black hair mm. with Ben Anna, owner of Aquaba, a hair product chain in France. It's 10.22. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Welcome back. This morning we're speaking about black women's hair and our guest is highlighting how black and mixed race women, traditional shampoos and conditioners pose a huge risk to us. And one of the things she's saying is that research has found that 78% of products on the black hair care market contain Toxic ingredients that lead to a host of health issues for black and mixed race women, cancers, hormonal disruption, developmental and reproductive disorders, allergies and other hair, hair, um, hair health issues, other health issues. Sorry. And her name is Ben Anna Padmo. She's a holistic natural hair care specialist who specializes in alopecia. She's also a certified wellness and health coach and product creator. That is scary. That 78 percent of the products that are on the market contain toxic ingredients that lead to a host of health issues and we don't get any warnings 78 percent is a lot it's a whole lot it's a whole lot the microphone is uh, for some reason come uh, let's try again hello there we go oh, yeah thank you mm -hmm. yeah 78 yeah, percent is a whole lot the fda yes doesn't control 75 percent of the products destined to black beauty which means that what is on your shelf is not necessarily safe mm. and that black women need to know and this is why we have to take our responsibilities in reading the ingredients and i always tell my clients is that the five first ingredients if you cannot pronounce them mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you, did you see me jump for my pen yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you can't pronounce them, yeah. you know, don't put it. The skin is a mouth. So the it's just a matter of whether or not I can pronounce uh, the product that is in the ingredient. Natural, natural, natural ingredients, you can pronounce them, you know, natural ingredients, you can pronounce them. I think you can pronounce sheer butter. Drop mic. I think you can pronounce olive oil. Mm. I think you can pronounce uh, castor oil, mm. you know, uh, essential oils, mm -hmm. you know, instead of perfumes, mm -hmm. you know. All these things we can pronounce. And I'll come back to saying that your hair is a mouth, which means that everything you put on your skin, your scalp, mm. it takes between 9 and 26 seconds to go in your bloodstream. 
Mm, yes. So I tell my clients, if you cannot eat it in your mouth. Don't put it on your hair. Do not put it on your skin because it is going to go directly in your bloodstream. And as black women and mixed women, we use five to eight times more products than anybody else. And the exterior factor of that, I would say, is because of colorism. We'll come back to that, okay? So we shouldn't color. Sorry? We Col shouldn't no, I'm color. talking about colorism. Oh, which okay, means okay, dark okay. skin because okay. uh, skin care, lightening creams. Yeah. We use more products than that, uh, than white people. And so. separate discussion Se that is also important yes, it is about important. lightening. Yes, yeah, lightening skin cream. lightening. But there are beauty products also, mm. Huh? Mm. Uh, and if we want to talk about that in hair care products, we're talking about bleaching hair, mm. okay? This is lightening, huh? Anything that is chemical, you must know that your body cannot transform it. So it's tox it stays in your body. It's toxic and, and it stays, stays in, in your, your body. body. And it stays in your liver. It stays in your, in your, um, so in your thyroid. It stays in your breast, okay? It stays. And, and, and hair, your head is close to your brain, we forget that. Yeah, yeah. We forget we, that. We invite people to yes. call, ask questions and what have you. Please. We have got the first one. Um, the, the the question comes on WhatsApp. It says, KG, I miss styling my hair because of areas where the hair is depleted mm -hmm. or going bald. Mm -hmm. Can it be restored? And that's a question I've heard many uh, black women ask. Yes. Uh, the bald patches yes. uh, that come as a result of styling. Of a result, okay, it can be a result of styling mm. a lot, which is called traction alopecia. Mm -hmm. Our traction alopecia, I think we, we well, as black women know what it is, is from pulling the hair, we think, mm -hmm. but it's also from wearing wig, from friction. Really? Yes. Let's come back to the plant analogy, okay? Okay. The plant grows out of soil. Your scalp is a soil. Uh, your hair grows out of a follicle, which is a hole. Yes. Each hair comes out of a hole, okay? If that hole is inflamed from pulling on it, the roots pulling on it, what happens, okay? It gets inflamed. It gets infected. I think we have all done braids too tightly once. We get braided from when we we're two years old. Yes, and we see these little bumps, okay? And, well, that's infection. And when something gets infected, it heals. And what is healing is closing up. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's scarring. So if that hole closes up, the hair cannot come out anymore. So this is where we call traction alopecia. It is an erosion. It takes time over time because as you pull, the, the follicle gets infected. It heals. It closes a little bit more. You pull, the follicle gets infected. It heals. It closes a little bit more until it's completely shut. A hair recycles. Your hair lives seven years, which means that after seven years, it drops off. And another hair put on, uh, grows underneath. But if that hair, <laughs> the body is extraordinary. If the hair is like, I don't have anywhere to come out. There's no hole. It's closed. I'm going to stop producing myself. And now we call scarring alopecia. And that's permanent. So it depends on what stage that you're on, mm. alopecia. And mm. alopecia is an unburdened name for hair loss. You have so many reasons. I mm. treat women because of stress a lot today, mm. you know, stress and... Also, and worry. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And this is why I, I, I open up an, a holistic center because we think that hair is just on the surface, 
but going back to plant it also has to do with everything that happens underneath yes. you have to know that you're just like the plant the surroundings exactly, are important exactly exactly yeah and your hair capital starts underneath your scalp which means that your hair lives when it's underneath your scalp but as soon as it passes your scalp which you call your hair shaft it's dead it's a cap it's like your teeth once your hair your teeth has grown you know if it breaks it doesn't repair itself. Okay, pause. Pause. The th- this yeah. is a fascinating conversation. Yes. And I love the the, 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 the plant analogy yes. uh, because it explains everything, exactly. the plant and the surroundings. Exactly. And and I particularly also loves the, uh, you know, the ease with which actually we should be looking at hair. When you say, if you read uh, a hair product and you can't pronounce uh, the ingredients, then don't use it don't because use anything it. that is natural, you should be able, able to, pronounce, to pronounce. We're going to continue our hair questions call i'm sure you have a lot of questions 86 we are with ben anna padmore holistic natural hair care specialist who specializes in alopecia she's a certified wellness and health uh, coach and product creator it's 10 31 and musa is standing by with the news headline hashtag safm talking point 10.33 on uh, SFM. This morning we're speaking about black women's hair and our guest is highlighting how black and mixed race women, traditional shampoos and, con- and conditioners pose a huge risk. And one of the things she's saying is that research has found that 78% of products on the black hair care market contain toxic ingredients that lead to a host of health issues for black and mixed race women. Cancers, hormonal disruption, developmental and reproductive um, disorders, allergies, and other health issues. And she's here. Ben Anna Padmore is a holistic natural hair care specialist who specializes in alopecia. She's also a certified wellness and health coach and product creator. There's a question, though, that says, what advice do you have for men and the maintenance of their hair? Because we've been saying women, 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 and they're also bold, you know. Yeah. Uh, so what advice do you have for them? Okay, I would say basically the same advice that I have for women because mm-hmm. whether it's men's hair or women's hair, it's the same. But the practice, I think, is a bit different. Um, men are less, unless it's a uh, inherit, uh, hereditary, we say in French, inheritary. Uh, hereditary. Hereditary. Sorry <laughs> about my French. No, it's fine. <laughs> hereditary. Um, they don't suffer from traction alopecia because they don't do as many they braids. They don't pull. They don't pull on their hair, mm-hmm. okay? So um, uh, most of the time, I would say it's diet also. Mm. It's diet. And that is something uh, I also uh, tell my clients is that uh, your diet is extremely important. Uh, we can't, we're coming back to, to, the, to the plant analogy is that um, uh, I said that your capital starts from within. Uh, eating processed food, the same way, like I said, don't put on your skin what you cannot pronounce. Yes. What about genes, though? What role do genes play in hair? Because you'll see these families, right, yes. where everybody has just got fantastic hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll also see uh, this family where, you know, they all seemingly struggle uh, to maintain um, or to have a healthy head of hair, let me say. So what role do the genes play? The genes do play a role. They do. But like I said, we have to stop comparing our hair to everybody else. We mm. have density. Even in a family. Even in a family. Mm-hmm. Even in a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody is unique. You yes. Know? So if you eat healthy, 
You know, if you're not taking any medication, there's no reason why you cannot achieve your maximum hair capacity, which is your capacity, not your sister's, not your mother's, okay? Mm. Because, you know, that genes can trickle down from grandparents and later on. So I think it's to focus on ourselves and also on our inner health first. Like I was saying earlier, uh, we also have to be mindful about what we ingest. It's like if we can't pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. So we know what <laughs> we have it. to eat, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, if we were to talk to uh, a dietitian. But what are the essential nutrients that our hair needs for growth? What, uh, you know, and, and what are the alternative prod or foods that we can use to replace any harmful ingredient that is needed on our hair? Because you see people sometimes put avocado in, yes. in it, on, on, on yes. their hair. Yes. So, I mean, what are the nutrients that the hair needs? Well, the nutrients starts from within, which mm -hmm. means that we have to eat vegetables, living things. Mm. We have to put a lot of vegetables in our diet. And, and you say this after bringing me an apple trifle. But apple, uh, it, 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 it's apple. It's got apple. Yeah, it's yeah, fruits. Yeah. Yes, That's yes. what I'm saying. Yes. I'm not saying... I don't eat meat, I'm vegan, but mm. for people that eat meat, I'm just saying, you don't have to change your diet, but add living foods in it, add mm. vegetables, because your nutrients, your vitamins are coming from vegetables. Mm. And the way you cook your vegetables, too, is very important to keep those nutrients, okay? The longer you cook your vegetables, the less nutrients you have in it. Mm. So I tell people, I said, eat vegetables, eat your rainbow, because mm. each vegetable has a color. Every color code has a vitamin mm. in it. So if you want to be healthy, eat your rainbow, mm. eat all the colors, okay? And especially, especially, especially for hair, I would say eat leafy green food because it has chlorophyll in it, chlorophyll. And chlorophyll is the blood of the plant, okay? And that's what nourishes also our hair, the bulb of our hair. Okay. Where it starts. Michaels has a question in Gabecha. You've got your headphones on. Michaels, good morning. Michaels? Yes, hello, I can hear you. Hi, yes. good morning. Morning. Okay, let me... I'm going to be a bit uh, controversial, I think. Mm. If, if you want to see um, a very visible sign of colonialism, you can see it in, in, in a black woman wearing a weave or... or, or Indian or Mongolian hair or whatever mm. you call it, right? It, that, that's a, a, a physical, visible form of colonialism in the sense that the, the, the black woman is the only woman on this planet that wears another race hair on her hair mm. in the name of beauty, right? So, so that's colonialism right there. The second thing is these weaves are expensive. They are not cheap. Okay? So, when a young girl is growing up and the parents or the family cannot afford these weaves, she might then have to turn to other means to get that weave. Mm. So, so, that's another social dynamic to, 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 to the weave. And I just don't understand why our black sisters cannot wear their own natural beautiful hair. Okay. I don't understand it. 
Thanks. Okay, thanks, Michaels. We've got two comments. I'm going to read them to you. Uh, the first one is KG. The wait, what does it say? Okay, the conversation on hair is so fascinating. It seems we have been abusing and torturing our hair for ages. Dr. Valin Tlapo in uh, Bloemfontein. Another one. Hi, KG. I'm a 45-year-old African man. I bolded since I was. Eight years old, and I have a full cricket stadium on my head. You know cricket, the game of cricket. Mm-hmm. Okay, a full uh, cricket stadium on my head. Please find out from your guest if her transplant is good for African brothers' scalp, or what else can I do? Uh, regards Tsidiso in Bloemfontein hair transplant. I don't think we've uh, spoken about no, that. Spoken uh, about uh, particularly, I think this is a, a, a male, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because it talks of the cricket stadium. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, we have we have done great advancement in hair transplant for, for I would say, coily hair, uh, which is completely different than, 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 than straight hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, again, because of the way that it grows out of the scalp, and hair transplant, uh, the name says it all, is that we take hair from somewhere else mm-hmm. to transplant it somewhere else. And I want to hear your thoughts on yes. that one, because that's also taking something else and putting something else that's not naturally yours on there. It head. is, because we're taking it from your head. Or you take it from... From where you have hair. Okay, okay. Which means that, like... The man right there who yeah. has, I think, a the cricket stadium. The cricket he calls stadium. It. Yes. Okay. Well, he has hair around. Yes. So, so he needs to have enough hair around. That's mm-hmm. that's that, that's what the dermatologist is going to, you know, diagnose. Whether he can take enough hair from behind to, to put fill all up the top. The top. Okay. okay, and and it grows naturally again after that, it, after it, the transplant. That's the thing. That's the thing. Now we have techniques for black people because I think that. Well, as a black people know that we scar very difficultly, you know? like, mm. when, like when we have a bump or something, we see that the pigment gets darker. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it has been very difficult to find a technique, you know, mm. for our hair to uh, heal without scarring mm. you know, under the skin. Mm. But they have found now ways to transplant, to remove that curly hair and transplant it otherwise. But we're still more prone to... Uh, infections mm. okay and it's a risk to take you know? when, when you do a transplant when you do a transplant okay. especially as a black person and and uh, have more risk uh, what, what are the side effects of the the as you say it's a risk it's infection it's infection yeah and and you you will be left with terrible scarring worse, worse than the be- on to the start scalp. With. yes wor- worse than to start with mm. that you have to know so what happens to the and women it's expensive that, <laughs> uh, of course what happens to the women then that have lost uh, their hair in the front because we're talking you know the cricket stadium analogy applies let's say they they lost their hair from pulling. Mm-hmm. Can they also do a transplant? And in terms of the scarring, because the space I assume is smaller uh, than what it is in the middle of a head if it's a man, is the scarring just as bad? It's, it, it, it doesn't have to do with the quantity of the hair that we're putting there. It has to really have to do with our metabolism as black people. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, we, we scar very... Di- uh, well, we scar what we call it with calloids, which means we scar under the skin very thickly. So if you're transplanting hair and it starts scarring underneath your scalp, mm. it clogs up, okay? Mm. It closes back up. Mm. Contrary, yes, 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 yes. 
You, we haven't spoken about alopecia, which is something that you specialize on. But yes. uh, I know that we 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 heard a lot about it after Will Smith, uh, you know, uh, yeah. smacked Chris mm. Rock at the Oscars, mm. and uh, mm. the the conversation was mm. around mm. Jada and alopecia, mm. and you know, there were a lot of people online talking about alopecia and how sensitive it is. Let's talk about alopecia. What is it? Alopecia, like I said, is an umbrella term for hair loss. Mm. So it can have many different causes. Uh, if we're going back to Will Smith's wife, uh, Jada, I think we've seen Jada throughout the years bleaching, wearing braids. I mean, bleaching is in her complexion. Bleaching hair, not her hair. Her hair, okay. which means it's chemical. Okay? Yes, yes, yes. Chemicals, hair coloring, changing hairstyles. If we go back to the plant, we know that you know by too many manipulation, too much chemical on on the soil, you know, Mm. the plant is not going to grow anymore. Mm. Okay, so we have to find a cause, the root of the alopecia. Like I said, it's an umbrella. It's either hormonal, it can be hormonal, from Mm. the products that we use on our skin Mm -hmm. because it changes our hormones and our hormones is directly linked to our hair growth, Mm. especially as women. We can see it during pregnancy. Mm. Uh, When we're pregnant, how... Our hair grows out, and then after pregnancy, postpartum, it drops off. Okay, mm, but mm. that's normal. That's normal hair loss. But our just to say that there are different causes of alopecia: manipulation, like I said, traction, hormonal sickness, also medicine, mm. stress. You said stress. Yeah. a lot of stress now also, and cancer. Okay, people yes. that take chemotherapy, you know, they yes. don't have the hair that grow back. So, alopecia is a term for hair loss. Now we have to go to the bottom of it and find out why is this hair falling off. In the first place. In the first place. Okay. Before we treat it. We've got another call. Nkululego mm-hmm. in uh, KZN and then we'll have voice notes after that. Okay. Hi Nkululego. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you. Yes. Yeah, no, uh, two things. Uh, myself, I've got a bald head. I've mm-hmm. accepted that. Mm-hmm. So, but my question is, you know, my position is, I cut my hair almost every week, mm-hmm. permanently bald. So is there a way for me to maybe a gel or something that I can put so that I, my hair doesn't have to grow? <laughs> if there is, I That's the first part. And you, then the other part, uh, with, just to comment on the gentleman who was saying black women wear weaves and what, 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 what. I mean, let's be realistic. If it makes them look beautiful, what the heck? I mean, it's just cosmetic. It doesn't mean it's part of their... Yeah. Because but, the one thing we also fo- the one thing we also must remember is hair's just expression, and yeah, uh, everybody cool. will express themselves differently. Uh, yeah. Some people wear pants all the time; other people wear dresses all the time uh, because it's a mode of self-expression. Hmm. Yes, and I've seen bald white men; they put that patch of hair on their bald so that they have their bald to pay. The toupee. It, it something like that. Yeah, the like toupee. toupee. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, but I want to keep it there, what you said. Yeah. Women, don't try and put them in a box. Okay. Okay. okay, do you want to respond to Nkululego regards the, uh, the, the, anything he can put to stop the growth of his hair so he doesn't have to uh, keep going to cut? I'm sure that's the problem, Nkululego. You're tired of having to go every weekend to cut the other part of the hair. 
Well, I think he should be happy that his hair grows because <laughs> that means he's healthy. He says, he, he says he's bald on top. Yeah. So as a result, every weekend he has to he go has to and cut, cut the hair. other part. Yeah. So I think it grows a lot on the side. Mm-hmm. So he's asking if there's something he can put to just not make it grow as fast. No, there's nothing he can put. <laughs> like I said, he should be glad that he's growing on the sides because be grateful. Like we said, yeah, he should be grateful because it's a reflection of his health within. If the hair is growing, that means that he's healthy. He's healthy. Okay. <laughs> that, that's a great way to look at it. Nkullego, I, I hope you're happy with the response and uh, enjoy your time at the, at the barber this weekend when you go and cut <laughs> again. We have some voice notes. Let's hear what they have to say. Good morning, KG. Uh, thank you so much to bring um, an intelligent person in your studio talking about hair. I always, I'm always worried about the way our African women um, believe in their hair. For them, beauty lies in a long. I've seen just one uh, post in um, in uh, WhatsApp. The lady is saying she's going to buy. Uh, 7,000 rand uh, hair and my question is why do we have to put on somebody's hair? Hi, good morning. This is Greg Clutie of Cape Town. Um, going, growing hair by the day, uh, going grey, whatever. That's, that's genetics. I, 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 yeah, I can't help that. However, uh, great show, ladies. Um, what you can't read, you can't use. Um, difference between cotlable oil and castor oil. Which is which for the hair? Thank you. Bye bye. Great show. A very good morning, KG. Um, so, my daughter is turning five in July. She has long hair. I mean, long, long hair. And, and I have no clue how to maintain it but they just keep growing so i'm not too sure if i should opt to cut it and then wait a little bit and yeah um she does go to you know to saloon to do the the cleaning the washing here and there wash the hair come back dried and and she's not using any products but they just keep growing she's five any advice from your from your guest um this is t i'm calling from cape town a very good morning to y'all it's eugene from uh, shell cross here uh, i got a 10 year old daughter uh, colored with colors and uh, i just want to find out what is the best shampoo to use on that 10 year old hair because she got dandruff she got dandruff thank you thank you enjoy your day good morning kg and good morning to your to your guest uh, this is anonymous here KG, thanks for your important topic about hair care, man. KG, I just have, we have one or two questions. Uh, I'm a man, as you can hear. Uh, KG, there's this stuff which most barbers, with the people who cut our hair, uh, sprinkles on our heads after sh- cutting our hair. Uh, usually, it's a methylated spirit or surgical spirit. And that stuff is inchy. Uh, can you ask your guest how... How much safe is that? Uh, is it safe to be using that stuff uh, on our heads? On our heads, usually after cutting our hair. Thanks, KG. Goodbye. 
Thank you, guys. Um, you know, I just have a comment uh, regarding uh, the reference. I, I find men are calling this radio station and they continuously reference women as theirs. I, you know, one of them said, I have a problem with our women. Uh, putting here, the women are not yours. They really do not belong to you. They are theirs. They belong to themselves. And they make the determination of self-expression. That's why it's called self-expression. So I just thought to put that in there. I know, I know how you will tell me whatever you feel, but women, it's a reference in South Africa in a country that has the kind of challenges it has with gender-based violence. Our women are not yours. They are theirs. They belong to themselves. So let's talk about the long hair, uh, the five-year-old using no product, um, and the hair grows. And the father's asking whether you know they should cut uh, the five-year-old's hair or not. What would you say? I would say that he should continue stop using products. That's why her hair is growing. That's why her hair is growing <laughs> because of what you said growing. earlier yeah, about earlier. the natural thing that's in the hair. Exactly, and her hair is growing, and he's not clogging up her follicles with, with products. products. And that is perfect. So now if the hair is too long, he should cut it simply, you know, the length of it. But should, but she, should, should she ask her? What if she I likes? Think, I, think, I think that he should ask her first. Yes. Yeah, because it is, it is her hair. And then we know that hair is our identity. And yes. especially that at that young age, it can be very traumatizing. Yes. And can trickle on down, you know, to her routine or hair routine or her self-esteem later on, you know. So he should sit down and have a discussion with her. And then also start teaching her how to treat her own hair. Yes, yes, yes. That's fantastic. And that is, a, that is, a, that is, I think this, like I said, health is so, that's why I use the term holistic because I say hair is health, hair is her story, not his, his story, but her story, which means that um, it's trickled down from generation to generation. Fantastic. So, and, and I think it's a per perfect father-daughter time, you know. It's a bonding share. moment. It's a bonding moment. Wow. And then there's the 10-year-old, yes. uh, the shampoo that you should recommend because that 10-year-old has dandruff okay. on, on her scalp. Okay. Uh, what would you recommend as a shampoo? <laughs> if, if the 10-year-old has dandruff on her scalp, that means that what he's using is not okay with her scalp. Yes, her scalp like, is talking. Her scalp is protecting itself by making skin over skin. It's mm. protecting, and that's what dandruff is. Mm. When we have scalp problems like that, dandruff, that means your scalp is saying, hey. I don't like this. I don't like this. I'm going to protect myself. Can we try something Can else? Can we try something else? Okay. So I think that he should go with something natural, like a natural soap, unscented soap. Unscented soap. Unscented soap. And then the other gentleman talks about, uh, you know, and I've seen it at the hair salon as well. When you go after they cut their hair yes. they put methylated spirits yes. he's asking whether that's healthy because you did say whatever we put on goes back into our bodies mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. no it's unnecessary to put methylated spirit on the, on the skin I've seen it's it very so aggressive many times. and it causes ingrown hair on top of that you know <gasps> bumps yeah because again you put something aggressive what is the the, the skin going to do contract itself I've seen it so many so times. So the hair is not going to come out, you know, wow. it's going to contract itself. It's just water and a little bit of lotion, natural lotion. After the cut. After the cut is yeah. perfect. We don't have to be violent again because that stings. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. Wow. D in Cape Town is on the phone. Hi, D. Well, hi. Interesting show. Well, what I've learned about hair salons was a while back I heard on the radio 
that a lot of the equipment isn't being um, cleansed well with disinfectant, you know, mm-hmm. and then rinsed in water. And um, it's actually passing AIDS on to people who um, shave their heads. So all I can suggest is people who shave their heads, please do it at home. I called on every salon in my area to tell them to clean their equipment properly because um, AIDS is a terrible thing. And if somebody um, gets cut with the um, shaver and it wasn't cleaned properly, the person who got cut before, the AIDS can be transmitted. Okay, okay. Thank you, uh, Dee, because I, I saw you uh, agreeing very, very much with what Dee was saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Uh, we, we have, as hairdressers, the responsibility of people's health in our hands, okay? They come to us because they trust us, okay? Not only for the style, but with their health also. And this is what this is all about. It's like it's linked to our health. So I think that... Um, especially um, where AIDS is concerned, if there's a concern, you should ask your hairdresser to disinfect his tools in front of you. Yeah. That is your right. Yeah. You know, yeah. And we shouldn't be afraid of that. Because you, you also don't know what was happening with the client exactly, before you. Exactly. Yeah. It is your right. Yeah. <coughs> uh, uh, um, this is a voice note, another voice note. Let's mm. hear what they have to say. Good day, uh, SAFM. Um I am very interested in the topic that you are presenting today. I heard that the guest um, on air spoke about hair as a art and a science. But I would also like to add to that, um, which is that hair is also cultural and the importance of this uh, cultural aspect of hair. Um, When we look at the history of South Africa, we see that um, African hair was ridiculed and that formed part of the history and the cultural baggage that we carry um, in South Africa. This happened during the colonial and apartheid era. Thank you very much for everyone's uh, voice notes. And uh, and I think at uh, seeing we've got two minutes to go, ultimately, if you were to give um, advice to anybody who's listening about maintenance and and hair care, uh, again, especially if they join the conversation later, because I still go back to what you said at the beginning. Hair is like a plant. plant. Uh, Take care of it and get to know it, Mm -hmm. know what it likes, what it doesn't like, but also remember that uh, what you put into your body, what you eat, uh, is reflected in your hair Mm -hmm. as it is in the rest of your body. body. Um, And what what other piece of advice? Oh, you said that we must read the ingredients of the products that yes, we use. Yes, yes, yes. Be mindful of what you use or what you put on your scalp. Because mm-hmm. like I said, it is going to go in your bloodstream. And another thing is, yes, w- what can I say? Um, I would say that hair is personal, is intimate, is always reflected, I think, um, how we feel about ourselves. For women is also sensuality, you know, and uh, we should, like the man said. I love that. For women, it's also sensuality. sensuality. Yeah. Yes, it's our sensuality. Mm-hmm. So we're well, going back to what, what the young men say, that women are wearing wigs, you know, and all this. And if... I'm not, I am not a, a big fan of wigs, not of wigs itself, is the way that we wear these things, okay? I don't think that all these wigs and extensions should be a crutch. Mm. 
they should be a way of expressing ourselves. But the problem is that when it becomes a crush, because then now we're talking about self-perception and self-esteem mm. and self-worth. Yeah. And we're literally hiding our roots under yeah. these things. You spoke you also of a masterclass. Mm. When are you doing it here? Uh, when? Where can people find you online? Okay, um, I'm, I'm, I started, I'm doing a tour. Like I said, I'm from France and Switzerland, but I started here in South Africa because I really do want to come to South Africa and do also a masterclass and workshop tour in South Africa. Okay. Uh, and uh, my tour starts uh, this month. I'm going back. Um, this month Sunday. is ending this weekend. Do yes. you mean next month in uh, May? It's not, I'm sorry, next month in May. Yeah. Yes. Next, it started this month here in South Africa. You okay. Know? Um, actually, um, I'm collaborating with uh, Zuleika Patel, who's mm-hmm. uh, I'm using her yes. book, My Coldy Crony Hair, yes, for yes. my mother daughter workshop. Yes. So we're, we're in contact, we're in touch. Okay. And I really, I really hope that's 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 what I want to well, do is well, to come back. Who are you? Who are you on uh, on the socials? What's your Aquaba? You can Aquaba. find me. Aquaba. How do you spell that? A yeah. K. Yeah. W A B A, which means welcome in Ghanaian. Aquaba. Okay. okay. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much for having me. It was a great pleasure. This was so enlightening. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock, <laughs> and Musa you. is standing by with the news.